And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode number 48. As always, this podcast is sponsored by Supreme Clientele, located in the Browntown Shopping Center in Oberge, New Jersey. Shout out to our guys, Ray and Rocco over there, two of the dopest barbers in the entire state. Shout out to our guys at Supreme Clientele. If you need a cut, make sure you head on over there. They'll fade you up. They'll give you whatever cut you're looking for. Those are the homies over there. Shout out to our guys at Supreme Clientele, located in Browntown Shopping Center in Old Bridge, New Jersey. Really big news uh, to announce here. We put it out already, but for those who do not know, we have officially announced our one-day flag football tournament. That will be on April 26th, which is a Sunday. So Sunday, April 26th will be our cash prize one-day flag football tournament. Um, there will also this year, it will be a little bit different than last year. We're tweaking the rules a little bit and we are adding a skills competition for extra money and it is going to be super exciting. It's going to be super lit. Uh, last year's turnout was phenomenal. We're expecting an even larger one this year. Make sure you guys start talking to people, get your team. The registration is up. It's in the link in our bio on the Instagram and on the Twitter. So make sure you are getting your teams together for the one day tournament. Again, that will be on Sunday, April 26th at SJV turf It is going to be phenomenal. Make sure you get your team in Kurtzman. Are you excited about the one day? Are you ready for this, uh, the new and improved format that we have going here? Give me something about it. Um, it's going to be sick. I'm super excited. I wasn't in the room when you were talking about it, so I don't really know <laughs> what you already said. But uh, no, it's going to be a super, uh, another great event. Last one went very well. A lot we can improve upon, a lot we can get better at. Um, we're planning, we're getting ready, but uh, we wanted to get it out now so we can get everyone get everything ordered make sure everything's ready to go way before the date so we are set and ready to go so yeah the more teams the preparation is fun yes uh the more teams sign up the more details we will have coming out um that also affects the prize yeah that's a, yeah the the cash so, prize will be affected by how many teams sign yeah. up so if you're listening to this not only if you know you could feel the team if you know other people that could feel teams as well the more the merrier there's no cap on this right now no so i don't uh, have a cap yet not yet there we could don't, be a cap at some point probably would be a cap at some point yeah but but for right now we will take all the teams that we could get so make sure everyone is getting their teams together and if you've never played if you didn't play in the one day last year i promise you that was easily the best event that we did all year it was better than both flag football league championships in my opinion i thought that was the most fun day of the year this year i know or this you know a few months later the second one that we're doing i know is going to be um smoother it's going to be better the competition is going to be better the prize will be larger it will just be an even better day than what was already a phenomenal day yeah and if you're hesitant about um putting a team in you don't you never played our like our rules our style you can go on the website bear down sports no bear down sa.com you can go to our twitter which is at at bear down sa and our instagram as well which is the same thing at bear down sa um, you can see videos from um, games. You can go you see all the all the Dropbox links are still there. All the Dropbox links are on the website, so you you'll be able to see how we play, what our rules are. Rules are also posted on the website, so you can get all the information you need to there. want to play. All right, and if you need some uh, convincing, just hit up DM the Twitter. <laughs> and if so. you do not have a team and you're a free agent looking to play, 
definitely contact as well. We might be able to get some teams together. I know we got Augie over here who's forming a waiver wire team by himself. He will be playing quarterback. So if you want to run some routes for Augie, hit us up and we'll get you guys going. All right, let's get into the week six recap of the basketball league. Uh, Kurtzman, which game do you want to start with first this week? Interesting question because we usually just go in time order. I want to start with the best game of the week, which I think was... The Flippers versus the Wolfpack. I was thinking between that one and the Bad Boys versus Grand Grind, both very su- super close games. Uh, I, w- I would lean towards the Flippos versus Wolfpack. It came down to a corner three yeah, that game. Yeah. So let- let's get into into that one first. All right. Julius, I thought, came out and played uh, really well again. I think Jack did a really good job. I know we haven't been talking about Jack enough in terms of, you know, we're talking about our all-defensive teams and, and things of that nature. I think Jack has to be mentioned as a possible defensive player of the year candidate as well as first, second team all-defense. He did a really good job on Deshaun. Deshaun scored a lot of his points, you know, from the free-throw line and got hot late. But, you know, Jack made him work, so I, I like that um, from them as well. I thought Mike Oliva, who's going to be playing for them for the next few weeks because Steve is out over the course of the next three weeks due to work. Mike had a really good game. I, I thought he came in, knocked shots down, played defense, got to lose balls. Um, I, I like the way that the Flippers played. It really came down to that corner three at the end of the game. Jack just ended up missing it. They had a chance to tie on that on that late corner three from Jack. But all in all, I thought the Flippers played a, a good game against a very formidable opponent. Do you agree? Yeah, no, they... There's still, like, a doubt in my mind as to who the best team is. That game could have gone either way. If the Flippers win, you're talking about them being the best team in the league. But I guess the Wolfpack stand atop alone for now. But, um, no, you really detailed the game very well. You kind of gave it all, really. Um, I think Julius played really well. I love his, just the way he stays composed, plays with a great pace, just kind of does everything for you. And, uh... Came up a little short, but it came down to a corner three that Jack just happened to miss. I thought Pop City, in terms of the Wolfpack, I thought Pop City was great. I thought uh, Deshaun was really good after a kind of a slow start. He started to pick it up and score when they needed him to. He was a big I, energy boost at the beginning yeah. of the second half, I remember. The game was tied, I believe, at halftime. They came out, and he was yelling, clapping, communicating. He yep. really wanted to win. I know I actually heard that he played two hours earlier. In the yeah, 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 a different that. game. Uh, he was he was really good in this game. I thought Zaheer was good in this game. I thought uh, Taz was pretty good in this game. Uh, in terms on defensively, I don't think he impacted the game scoring at all. But defensively, um, I know he was playing hard. Lolly again, some rebounds. Um, they they played uh, and Rashid, their big man, played really well against Gorky. That was that was a good big man battle. I know he had a good game too. I think right now it's you know you said you have you still have doubts on who the best team is. I think right now they're undefeated. We kind of have to lean towards oh, yeah. Wolfpack being the best team in the league right now. And they look right now. Right now they probably look unstoppable. The Flippers had, in my opinion, the best chance to knock them off. And maybe if you know it was like kind of a normal week and it was twenty-two minute halves, I don't know who that would have favored. But it was a back and forth game. Could have went either way. But we see Pop City and Deshaun right now. Them closing games is kind of the best closing duo in the league and they've they're efficient they're really efficient we, we went through the numbers we have the league leaders going up on the website and all these different categories me and Kirsten were looking at the numbers um they're just very efficient those guys Deshaun and um, Abdul aka Pop City they they have been very good 
for Wolfpack so far and a huge reason as to why they're 4-0. Yeah, I take it back. They're the best team in the league. Um, is no slight to the Flippers, no slight to the Bad Boys. I think on any given day, any of those three teams, they've kind of. I think those three teams have separated themselves a little bit from the rest of the pack. Um, on any given day, any of those three teams can win. I'm excited to see whenever the Bad Boys play against the Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's get into stats on this one before we move on. All right. Julius finished with 18 points on 7 of 11 shooting, 2 of 3 from 3, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, Will finished with 4.7 rebounds. He's very Honestly, Will is a very good rebounder. I was doing, when I was going through the numbers, he's a top of the league leaders in rebounds. Um, Mike finished with 9 points, 5 points from Gorky, 6 points from Jack, uh, 5 points from Femi. A very balanced scoring outside of Julius for them. And for the Wolfpack... Deshaun, like you said, did a lot of work from the line, finished 9 of 10 from the free throw line on way to 19 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. Game short in the stats of each of these games isn't going to be crazy because we lost out on six, think, minutes. six minutes six of gameplay. So it's a lot of buckets that could be got. Uh, Pop City finished with 15 points on 6 to 9 shooting, super efficient, 5 rebounds. Zaheer finished with 10 points and 5 rebounds. Very balanced, everyone doing a lot of everything. They have 4 guys over 5 rebounds. It's they they're a full team effort and they got the job done. Yeah, the, they really really in the good. Battle of the two best teams. I, I think so. Um, potential championship preview right there. Definitely. Um, it, it, two very very good teams. Both teams going to be tough to beat moving forward. All right, let's get into the next game that we want to cover here. I want to go with grit and grind versus the bad boys. I'll start here. Um, with I'll start with grit and grind. I thought they played a really good game. Up until about the eight-minute mark to go. Ryan had 25 points up to that point. Efficient. Was playing really well. They are playing good defense. They were playing tough. And then it kind of just fell apart at the end. Um, this team is 2-3, and three, but I don't think that they're a 2-3 team based on their talent. I think on any given day, Majid and, and Ryan could still be the best duo in the league. Um, I think they need to figure out the rotations. I think right now, out of all the the more talented teams in the league, I think they struggle the most with their identity and who they are and how they want to play. And I think that is what's holding them back right now. I think it's it's a group of guys that they haven't played with before, and they just still haven't really figured out exactly what they want to do, what their style is, and how they want to attack these games against the better teams in late-game situations. Yeah, no, they, they've they folded all three of their games away in the final minutes of the game in all three of their losses. They just have been unable to finish games. Uh, I don't know what happens. The offense gets stagnant, I think, a little bit. Ball sticks a little bit. Um... I think I think there's like there's games where the right guys aren't taking shots. Like, I think Maji needs to be more assertive out there and demand the ball at times from Ryan. Let Ryan get a little rest. Ryan's tired out there. Ryan's playing all 44. Or this week was 38, um, and he needs breathers out there. And I think he should. He there's p- more room for Maji on the ball on this team. But I love how they they move so well. Both of them off the ball. Ryan finds Maja. Ryan finds people all the time. But I think getting Maja the ball on the ball a little more would be good for this team. We just give Ryan a break and not make him do everything each possession down the court. I think I just think they need to figure it out. Them too. I think they need to get on the same page. They need to play more games together. Yeah, they, it's, they're yeah. going to make the playoffs. They're going to. They got to be ready for the playoffs. That team. No. That team has to be ready to battle with anyone else. They have to get there. I, I still want to see more lineups with Dom and another big out there. I need. I need. How about Dom and Jordan at the same time? Dom and Jalen at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I, 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 I think the they have the time. opportunity to go, especially with Ryan. He, he's he's 6'3". 
And, you know, he's Ryan plays, you know, kind of like that shot blocking uh, weak side defense as well. And, you know, I have to, you know, on the other hand, I have to tip my cap to the bad boys and Christian. I think he came out and he, he went for the challenge and said, I'm going to guard Ryan. We talk about Christian being the best player in the league on any given week, and it's not easy to carry a load offensively and then have to, you know, guard someone like Ryan on the other side. I thought he did a really good job with it. Um, Wade, who was played his first game for the bad boys this week. Um, I thought he did a really nice job in his debut for them, coming in, defending, you know, switching on to Ryan when he had to, got a few steals on him as well. Um, for the rest of that team, I thought Al was really good. Al keeps talking about how uh, he's first-team defense, and I think he definitely is deserving of, of that up to this point. He's been a, a very good anchor for them as well. They were missing KP. Um, I thought both the segues were good in this game, even though Tom didn't play as much in the second half. Andrew definitely, you know, he comes out and his shots every week. I think he's one of the most consistent shooters in the league. Um, he is, you know, one of the, he's really one of the true shooters in the league because he has been a guy who every single week has been consistently knocking down shots for them. So um, I really like the way that they played. Um, the bad boys continue to show why, you know, we talk about them as being one of the best teams in the league. And they were just in crunch time. And I think this is, you know, a, a few games in and I was that they were down, you know, six or seven points. It was 50 to 43. Ryan had just scored his 25th point of the game. And then they go on this crazy run. And then before you know it, next thing you know, they're up. Instead of being down seven, they're up seven with four to play. And they just pulled away late. And they deserve all the credit in the world. Uh, they, they came out and played really well. And they look like right now they are... You know, a force to be reckoned a with. A force to be reckoned with, absolutely. No, they they came out they came out slow. I think they always come out, besides game one, they always kind of just linger and they chill and then they kind of just pull. They figure it out. They're at the game. They figure it out. They play within the flow of the game and they usually just get it done. Outside of week one's chaotic blow up, they've been near perfect. They could easily be the best team in the league, win the championship. I wouldn't be shocked if this team won the championship. We were going through the numbers, the stats on the season, and. Um, just do yourself a favor and go check out some of the stats on the bad boys, particularly Christian. His efficiency, uh, it's the, on the scoring level. per game. He is he right now is probably co-favorite for MVP in the league. I yeah. would say him and Deshaun right now are probably one and two in terms of MVP for numbers. Mm, by Marquez averaging twenty eight and nine. But, but Bobby Bobby is not doesn't have the record that the other two have. I guess. Bobby's got two losses, whereas. Bad boys only have one, and Deshaun hasn't lost yet. So, yeah. uh, depending, I don't know how the committee's gonna go. Bobby's definitely up there as well, but uh, Christian, Christian has been absolutely phenomenal for them. Uh, no, he has no, and he attacks the rack every game with absolute force. He, you don't always want to get in front of him and kind of just give him some, but he's going out there and getting. I'm pretty sure he was 50 of 79 from two pointer. Yeah, like that's just crazy efficiency. He's taking a lot of open shots. He creates his own shot very well. Um, I'm hoping going forward, they when they play against really good teams, they just continue to play the way they've been playing, and good things are going to happen for them. All right, let's do stats on this one, Kurtzman. All right. Christian finished with 20 points and 8 rebounds on 8 of 14 shooting. No, 8 of 18 shooting, I'm sorry. Uh, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. Stuff the stat sheet. Uh, Wade finished with 16 points on five of uh, 7 of 14 shooting, 9 rebounds. Uh, we talked about Andrew had made two threes on five attempts. 
Uh, Sean finished with 10 points on 5 of 5 shooting from the field. Uh, he was probing. He was playing really well. I just gassed him up on the pod last time. He played another really good game. Four assists, three rebounds. Those are his numbers for the year. He's super average. He not super average. He does what he's supposed to do every game. Gets that he's entire super team solid. Involved. Super solid for sure. Um, definitely gets it done. And uh, Aiden finished with six points, five rebounds, and that's it. And for grit and grind, Dubs finished with twenty-seven points on eleven to twenty shooting, six rebounds, three assists. Uh, Maja finished with twelve points, three rebounds, three assists. Billy, 8.4 rebounds. Jordan, 6.4 rebounds. Tom Kelly had a bucket. Jalen had a bucket. And, yeah, that's it for their team. It was a good game. Hopefully, Green Grind turns the ship, right, writes the ship. All right, let's, going. let's get into the next game that we want to talk about here. Is A-Section versus the Kings. A-Section picking up their second win of the season. Kinda maybe securing a playoff spot for them. A little so, early to talk, but they definitely put themselves in a good position. A huge W for them. Uh, let's talk about the Kings real quick before we move on to A section. Is it the same old song and dance, Kurtzman? Play good, start the game really well, they hang around, they let up one run, and then it's over. 29 29 at halftime, only score 13 points in the second half. It, they're just they're a great first half team. The second half comes and they, they just run out of gas. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I I I, I like their players. Liam and Joe create their own shot at will. Rocco, good shooter. Paul can shoot and get to the bucket. They, I mean, they got dominated in rebounding this week because um, Drain and Tompkins just a lot of size. Yeah. Tompkins, I don't know. What, I, I'll read his stats later, but he was dominating the game, dominating the glass, multiple offensive rebounds per possession. It, it was it was definitely a tough matchup for them, like uh, personnel wise. But they were there and they could have gotten it done. No, I I a hundred percent agree. It's the same I, old song and dance. It, it, it really is. It's we, everything we say. I'm not gonna spend too much time on it because we've talked about it so many times. It, I just have the same feeling on that team, and I think they're too talented to be winless. Honestly, I really do. I think I I, I don't think they'll go winless on the season. That's all I'll say about them. Yeah. A section though. Huge game from Nick Tompkins. I was doing the stats for A section, and Nick Tompkins had 14 and 10 at halftime. Um, he was Might eating be the first bear down, first half double double. He was eating. Um, he was playing like a big beast. Joe was finding him. I thought uh, this was a great game from from Vela. I thought he was going to the rim at will. I know um, uh, he he his efficiency. He was a little bit under 50 percent, I think, but. He he's really really penetrated and got to the lane whenever he wanted to and created problems the entire day for the Kings. I thought he was really good in this game. I know he was dealing with foul trouble as well, but that just shows to how aggressive he was playing. Um, I, I really liked the game from Vel this week. I thought Joe kind of took a step back in terms of how many shots he's putting up. Took on the challenge of playing defense and played really good defense and was just when you needed him to when when Joe needed to hit shots to swing momentum in the game of course that's what he does that's what he did uh really really good win for a section I want to say a shout out to um Billy Novak as well and I think his name is Danny um I, I for, I'm forgetting his last name but Billy and Danny come in again we say it week after week they come out and they hit shots for this team they hit big shots um in the in late in the second half uh, just really, really good game from A section, and, a, and a, definitely a much needed win 
and puts them in really good position moving forward here. Yeah, no, I was really excited when I saw it, and then they're growing each week as a team, and uh, this week Tompkins got to get off and have his, and he did a great job. I was actually just looking at the stats as you were talking, and Jesus Christ, the rebound, <laughs> the rebound box is basically full. Um, no, but I like where they're going. I think that they're... Um, Way better now, uh, now than they were when week one, week two, and they were just struggling to score. I wouldn't want to see Joe in the playoffs. Joe's I would. A, Joe's yeah. like a, has like a Kemba feel to him. Yeah, he does. Joe, one game elimination. I would not want to see them in the playoffs because those guys could get hot and it could be a problem because they play hard. They play hard every Super single week. Hard. They're so. out there defending Joe and Vela, two tenacious defenders out there. Got two bigs in Tompkins and uh, Drayton, yeah. and then shooters all around. So they're definitely a team to. Watch out for it as we get towards the playoff push. Um, for the Kings, season's not over. You can still make the playoffs. You just gotta start winning some games, start playing some complete. Yeah, you need some. Minutes. You need some upsets here. You, you need to make some some uh, make some noise. Some some underline some underdog money line parlays here with the Kings to to make the playoffs. Uh, let give me stats on this one, Kurtzman. All right. Liam finished with fourteen points, three rebounds, and two assists on six of fourteen shooting. Uh, Nick King finished with eight points and seven rebounds uh, on three of six shooting. It's the most I've seen Nick King shoot in a game this year. He's open a lot. I just want him to let it fly. Um, Joe finished with six point. Uh, no, I'm sorry, eleven points, uh, six assists, two rebounds. Joe looks at me every time he gets an assist. Make sure I write that shit down. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I got you. I'm not. I'm giving. I'll give you two. Assists. There'll be times I'll give you multiple of the same thing just to gas the stats up a little. Oh, nice. Kurtzman's uh, rigging the stats for of people course. in the league. <laughs> of course, got to make the stats look good. Um, and for a section, Tompkins finished with 18 points on nine of 12 shooting, 15 rebounds, mm. and three of six. Well, actually, had 21 points. I'm sorry. Uh, Drayton finished with eight points and seven rebounds. Joe Piscopo, seven rebounds in this game, three assists, moved the ball a lot. They moved, they actually moved the ball a lot this yeah. game. I really like what I saw out of them. Vela, you said, had eight points on four of seven shooting, um, one rebound, three assists. And yeah, good, solid all around game. Danny McLean hit two big shots, a three and a two, and Billy hit a three and a two also that. I'm pretty sure Billy's gave him the lead early yeah, in the second yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Midway through the second half. Uh, really good game there. Uh, it was a battle. And it was a battle. And A-section came out. I thought I thought it was last week was, well, this past week was a very good slate of games. All right, let's move on to the next one here. Let's go heart over height versus the waiver wire warriors. Um, I'll start off with the waiver wire warriors here. I thought Zach has played his best game this week. I thought he was really uh, efficient going towards the rim. We know he's been struggling with outside shot, but going towards the rim, he was dominant this week. He was an absolute bucket for them. Um, I think they, they're they a team, they, they're missing some easy ones, Kurtzman. I thought Kaysan, his shot was off. I thought they missed some easy ones that Jelani was diming people. It's just some easy layups missed. Um, they were the first team, I'm pretty sure this is the stat, they were the first team all season that did not hit a single three-pointer in the game. They made zero threes in this game. I did their stats. They made zero threes. That, that is the only team. Has to be. That is the only team so far in the league this season that that has happened to. After coming off a big win, that was kind of a letdown for them. But they just missed shots. They didn't have it that day. It wasn't their day. Um, and this weekend, I know they'll be missing some guys. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But... Um, they just just a disappointing game because again they didn't make any threes their shots really were not falling here. Yeah, I think we say the same thing about them every week. Also, just missing these bunny layups. 
a lot of layups, a lot of shots at the rim, a lot of open threes just being missed. And if they hit some of those shots, this is even more of a game than it, it kind of was. They they kept it close for a while, but Hardover Height pulled away. Hardover Height has six guys averaging 10 or more points a game on their team. So they get it from all different sources every week, and I can't say enough about Hardover Height, honestly. Hardover Height, we talked about it. They feel like the team that knows their identity the most. Coming off a, a tough loss last week where they couldn't get a stop against... Um, bad the boys. bad boys. Now they came out, played really good defense this week. I felt like Dylan comes back from France, has a good impact on the game. I thought Mergham continued his hot shooting streak. Uh, Jason Gomes continued to be aggressive, looked really good. Shafiq looked really good as well, came out and shot the ball. They all look really good. Everyone, Nick Zalik, um, uh, Dylan Quigley, all of these guys on that team came out and looked really good. And I, I think the, there's one thing that they're missing from this team the presence of Mark DeMeo. I think Jason needs to teach Mark how to play basketball. Mark could be such an asset for this team. He's a big, immovable body. He's got brick wall on Hall of Fame, moving truck Hall of Fame. If you play 2K, you understand what I'm talking about. They need to figure out how to get Mark in the rotation and how to use him for 10 to 15 minutes a game to their advantage. I'd like to see more Mark DeMeo. That's my only critique on Hard Over Hard. Honestly, when I, I was doing the stats for them during this game, and I felt like I was writing a lot of stuff for Mark. Mark was super involved yeah, when yeah. he was in the game. This, he, was just, right, he was just all over the place. <laughs> fouls, rebound, completely misses shot. Like, I'm like, dude, Mark. when I remember I used to play Mark with Mark at the Y, and he used to be good and make layups. I'm like, come on, Mark. Mark's like, a beast. Mark's a beast. He, has to, he, yeah, he has to be fat. You gotta, gotta learn how to use Mark. Yeah. He, Mark had the, uh, the transition... My favorite clip of the week. Mark in transition, gets the steal, tries to go behind the back like Anthony Davis, actually completes the behind the back, smooth as hell, and then takes 75 steps on a travel because he had no confidence that he would actually complete the behind the back. It was hilarious. Uh, hard over height. Oh, needs to free Mark DeMeo. Free Mark, yeah, free Mark, free Mark DeMeo. DeMeo. No, but in all seriousness, hard over height, I think, is another team you don't want to see in the playoffs because you know they're going to bring it every week because they have a lot of guys who can go out they're and the be Houston the Rockets score. of the league. Yeah, they they play. They definitely play everyone. I think the tallest guy is 6'2", Nick Zalek. But uh, he plays bigger than he is. He's a force. He need, Nick, Nick Zalek's ice start Nick, can you start dunking the ball when you get past these kids on the on the uh, on the ice? Nick Zalek is a, literally an ice guy. No, because he's right there every single time. I just wish he like just, you know, just turned the wrist. Yeah, and, and, oh, and threw some shit down. Threw some shit. Give down. me stats on this one, Chrisman. Nick Zalek finished with 13 points and five rebounds, two steals and an assist on six of ten shooting. Jason Gomes finished with uh, nine points on four of eight shooting, five rebounds, one assist. Dylan Quigley finished with a good all-around game, nine points, um, five rebounds, six assists, one steal. He was doing a lot of everything. Shafiq had 17, five and five. Dylan finished with 13 points and six of 13. Dylan's trying to win his uh, six man of the year award, so you'll be seeing him jock a lot of shots. Six man of the year that we're that, not even sure if it's an award yet, but we have to find some viable candidates. <laughs> yeah. Um, give me the um waiver wire warrior stats. stats. Zach finished with 26 points on 12 of 23 shooting. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, 26 points on 12 of 23. Uh, five rebounds, one block. Jarwar finished with eight rebounds. Kason only finished with uh, six, seven, eight points. Shot didn't shoot a lot of shots. Kason's taking a little bit of backseat these last couple weeks. I want to see him yeah. be more aggressive. Go back to the rack. I know he could score third on any given day. Uh, Jelani four assists, three rebounds. Finished only with uh, three points. 
He's always moving the ball around. I think his guys just need to. They just his guys need to not let him down. Finish the finish the good ones when he puts them in position yeah. position to make the layups and the threes. Did you give me Zach stats? I did. Okay, sorry, I, I was I was on my phone. Twenty six and five. Yeah, he he had a day. Zach. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he had a day. All right, let's get into the last game, which was the last game, the last game of the day. Injured reserve versus underdogs. I'll start. Underdogs was undermanned this week. Only had six guys. Bobby went off. Um, easily the highest score of the week. He finished with, what did he have, Chris? Been 33 out of their team's total 54. 54. Yeah. He snapped um, 33 in 19-minute in halves. It's kind of crazy. Um I thought they got really good effort from from Nick, number 20, who comes off the bench for them usually. Uh, played big. I thought Bryce was really good in this game. No tie boogie. I thought Billy stepped up. Um, Vinny Ficino stepped up defensively. They played a really solid game for being so undermanned. And without, without tie boogie there, Bobby really had to put the scoring uh, on his shoulders. And he answered the call with, with kind of with ease. Yeah, no, he was kind of doing what he wanted out there. Um, he was getting where he wanted. Uh, him and Mike were having really good battles. They were both getting theirs, doing what they had to do. Uh, but Bobby ended up coming up on top. They actually almost blew this game because of a, a jump ball with three seconds left, and yeah. it went to injury reserve, and injury reserve had a chance to tie the game. They did. They had a, a shot that they had a um, an inbound yeah. from under the basket where it could have went to, you know, they, they kind of just turned it over. They could have had a, a three-point attempt they didn't to tie have a, They didn't have a chance to, like, drop a play. They didn't know what they were doing. Like they, yeah. There was miscommunication between who was trying to, who the ball was going to and where he was going. So, listen, it happens. But, uh, no, Bobby really put his team on his back, and they got it up. No, and uh, speaking of injured reserve, I think they missed Jimbo this week. Um, yeah. I think Mike Danino played a phenomenal game. Him versus Bobby was a phenomenal battle. Um, I thought stops I like other. I like how I like how they went to a zone, and we're playing a little bit of a zone defense uh, underdogs in this game because they were undermanned. I would love to, we keep talking about that. We would love to see more zone in this league. Make teams you know pass the ball rather than just relying on athleticism and beating your man one on one. I think for injured reserve, we say the same thing. You got to knock your shots. You got you know Mike played really well. Um, outside of that, I think I think they lack shooting. They just lack guys who really light it up from three. They don't have like a flamethrower. They don't have a three. guy that can like really get hot and hit like five or six, six or seven. Where are they in the standings right now? They're sitting at they're sitting nine. at ninth. So they're still alive for the playoffs with one win. They 100%. they just need they need to, to sneak they one out the, here. No, they play the waiver wire warriors who also only have one win. Okay, still, so that that to needs to be so yeah that's that, gonna be end up that could possibly end up being a playing game for the last playoff spot. Yeah, that could be a playing game there all right um you have anything else to say on this one or you just want to do the stats um no it was a really competitive game i really liked it injury reserve came back from like eight or nine down in the last like three-ish minutes they closed the gap they took care of it they almost took care of business with the full comeback um just execution in the last couple minutes just got to get it done yeah i agree all right let's do stats here by Marquez, as we talked about, finished with 33 points, five rebounds, three assists, one steal on 12 of 19 shooting, and five of seven from the free throw line, four of six from three. Vinny Fischino finished with eight points, four rebounds, played well on defense, also had two assists. Uh, Bryce finished with 13 points, five rebounds, one assist. He was playing big down low, making it difficult for the bigs of injured reserve. And Nick, we talked about, he fouled out in this game. But yeah. that just proves you're playing aggressive. You're everywhere. trying to make plays. You're trying to do what you need to do to win. Um, yeah, and for injured reserve, Mike Danino, another 
all around solid game 15 points on 6 of 10 shooting 8 rebounds 6 assists he's really doing it he does it all for them he's doing a lot for them he does the dirty work 2 of 3 from 3 uh, Spo finished with 8 points on 4 of 5 shooting 6 rebounds Justin Morick hit two, started 2 of 2 from 3 and then missed his last 4 still finished with 6 points uh, he was in the crunch time 5 I would have loved to see him get a look at that in the, the game, game that's three. what I thought was going to Justin yeah possibly uh, Smitty finished with eight points and two rebounds. Samson finished with four points or five points and nine rebounds. And George, shoot the damn ball. Mm. Two shots. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, just let that shit fly. All right. Is that is that the uh, the end of the stats here? Is that the end of the stats for the week? Nah. Dean had four points. Morik had four rebounds and missed his only shot. Okay. Let's get into our preview of the next week. Let's go uh, thirty seconds here. We'll Each game, yeah. Twelve thirty game will go from 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 first to first to last year. Twelve thirty game, a section versus Flippers. Gotcha. I got Flippers comfortably. I think they are elite. I think a section doesn't have the the firepower to keep up. I think they'll do. A, you know, you have another tough tough. Uh, Jack not Jack is going to make Joe work for everything he gets. Yeah, Joe. Is going to get his because that's what he does. But Jack is going to make him work. Uh, I think Gorky and Tompkins kind of cancel each other out. I like the wings on Flippas. I think Flippas handled this one comfortably. Yeah, no, me too. Um, I think they take. I think they handle comfortably. But I do think that there is a possibility that a section could really slow the game down if maybe if Julius and Jack don't come out um, making shots. Mike, they, they, they just come out slow and like, or just, they're just not hitting shots. This game could stay close for a while. But I do think that the talent is definitely on the side of the Flippers, and I'm taking the Flippers. All right, one thirty game underdogs, underdogs versus the bad boys. Is Ty Boogie playing? Do we know? I don't think so. The last time I saw that picture of his ankle, it looked Ooh, terrible. so no tie boogie in this game. I'm going to go with the bad boys here. Uh, I, I think the bad boys handle this one. I think Bobby, we know, is going to get his. Bryce is going to get his. It's going to be a really good game. I'll take the bad boys to edge this one out. I think without tie boogie, the scoring load is just going to be too much for Bobby to handle him this week. I don't know if he gets his as efficient 33 as he did in this previous week. It's going to be tough. I'll go with uh, the bad boys in this one. Um, yeah, I think the bad boys, as long as their players show up, they'll have more firepower on offense. They got a lot of bigs down low. They really just, they're a mismatch for a lot of teams in the league that don't have multiple big guys that they can throw out on the court at one time. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the bad boys. I hope Bobby lights it up, though. Mm. 230 game, Wolfpack versus Waiver Wire Warriors. I have Wolfpack in this one. We, me and Kurtzman both think right now that they are the best team in the league. Um, and the waiver wire Warriors are going to be without Kaysan and Jelani this week. I think it's going to be a very tough one for them. They're going to struggle to score points. I'm going with Wolfpack in a blowout this week. Yeah, I think the offensive power, firepower of Wolfpack will show this week. Waiver Wire Warriors is going to be undermanned, like you were saying about the underdogs. And I just think that Wolfpack's talent will rise to the top. I agree. 330 game. Kings versus Heart over Height. I don't think this is the week where the Kings get their first wing. When uh, I think that this Heart over Height team is determined, they come out, they play hard every single week. Uh, I don't think that they're the type of team that's going to play down to the competition. I think that they are going to come out and set the tone. I look for them to win this one comfortably as well. 
I think these teams that we're both picking against need to, one of them needs to come out and beat the team that they're playing because I'm going with you again with Hard Over Height. I think they just have, they have six guys who average 10 points or more on the season. Um, they can get it from anywhere on any given day, and they're the more complete team. Yeah. All right, 430 game, last game of the day. Injured reserve versus grit and grind. I'm going to go with grit and grind in this one. I'm looking for Majid to get more involved. I'm looking for Ryan to realize that Majid needs to be more involved. I'm looking for Jordan to play a better game this week. I'm looking for Billy to get back on track. Don to be more involved. Ryan to continue to be an MVP candidate. I like them this week a lot. I'm going with grit and grind. I'll differ from you here. I'm going to go... No, listen. I'll, I'll go injury reserve and I listen. Here's what I think. I think... Um, they match up kind of well. I do think offensively, uh, gr- uh, Great and Grind has the clear advantage. I think they have the shooter. They have more shooters. They have more weapons on offense. But what I do think is um, injured reserve since Mike's played, they've been able to slow all the games down, take long possessions, get good shots, and if they play that formula and don't let them get, don't let, don't turn the ball over, don't let Majin and Ryan get out in transition, I think they can keep this game close. And I'm going to go injury reserve here on the money line. We'll call it plus 650. Plus 650. Okay. No, no, not plus 650. They're plus 350. They're plus 350. Plus 350. Okay. I'll take plus 350. It's seven and a half plus 350. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what it would be for them. All right. That's it for the podcast. We'll catch you guys on Sunday. Tell everyone to get in that league. You do not want to get in that league. To get in that tournament, you do not want to miss out on it. It's going to be an awesome event. We'll catch you guys on Sunday. Peace. Peace.